Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. I wanted to talk to you guys today to bring to your attention that we are part of a kingdom. And being in this kingdom, the Bible tells us that when we become born again, we are translated from one kingdom into another. And once we are there within this new kingdom, it tells us that we have to behave a certain way. And here in on this planet Earth, the Bible tells us that we are of it, but we, we are in it, but not of it. So my um, location, if you will, as to my home is not here. I'm actually just a, I'm traveling. In other words, I'm traveling here on this, in this kingdom, this kingdom of darkness. Because we were born into that kingdom, and we talked about this before, that when you move from one kingdom into another, you have to be born again. You're born in one, you need to be born again to enter into the other one. And this other one is a spiritual kingdom, but it's here on this planet. We don't see it, but trust me, it is here. Because the Bible tells us in the Word of God, that the kingdom of God is here. The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Mark chapter 1, verses 15. When you look at the men in the Bible, when we look at John the Baptist, John the Baptist preached the kingdom. Jesus Christ preached the kingdom. All these other guys, I don't know, they're preaching a different gospel. But the Bible tells us until this gospel of the kingdom is preached, that uh, Jesus Christ is not coming. It's not, it's not what that um, evangelist said, that Jesus Christ is not coming because the church is not giving tithes. What kind of crazy stuff is that? My God. But anyway, we know that according to the word of God, that you and I are a part of a different kingdom than this one that we see. And we know that his kingdom is at hand. We know that Paul, uh, and Paul, that John the Baptist introduces to the kingdom and he talks about all these different things. But this kingdom principle or kingdom idea and um, belief is all, all through the Bible. You look at it. And in First Chronicles chapter 29, uh, verse 11 says, Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens, because we know there are several heavens, and in the earth, we know that there is just one earth, and it says it is God's. So God owns everything, and he is the one in charge. Um, he says, yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head above all. So I want to encourage you guys that America is not your place. You are traveling, if you will. And as a traveler, I, I mean, I travel to different countries all the time. And as a traveler, each 
location that I'm in has different rules and regulations, if you will, that I have to learn, and we call those things customs and the laws of the land. And so I have to learn about all of the laws of the land when I get into that new area that I'm traveling to. And different culture, different food, different people, different mindset, different beliefs, and all of that is absolutely correct when we're talking about the kingdom of God. I read that scripture to you in Colossians chapter chapter 1, verses 13. It says that, Who has delivered us from the power? So when we were in the kingdom of darkness, we were under the power of sin. And when we were under the power of sin, the Bible says we did what the flesh does, and it manifests in the flesh. But we... um, all those things, the Bible, Jesus said, originated from the heart, which is the soul of mankind. And so, but the flesh or the body is used to um, express what is inside the heart. That's why it says, out of the heart, the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So the body will express what is your heart is made up of. And so the Bible tells us that we have been translated and we have given a... Um, the ability to become citizens within this kingdom of God. And as we saw in Mark, uh, that I read to you, Mark chapter 1, verse 15, that the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is here. And how do you get into it? You have to repent and believe in the gospel. And so that's what um, Nicodemus had to find out. And we see that God the Father is in control and that Jesus sits as a king in this kingdom of his dear son that we are a part of. So my citizenship is not here on this planet Earth. My citizenship is while I'm here on the earth. They're telling me that it's American. I'm from Guyana. Uh, so I have this dual citizenship, Guyanese, American. But my true citizenship is that of heaven. That's where my family, my true family is. And Jesus even attested that. And we're going to look at, at Jesus Christ. If I'm a part of this kingdom, then whoever's in that kingdom, that's where my family resides. And uh, Jesus was very clear about that. The scripture tells us that God's throne is forever and ever. So we know that this kingdom is going to last forever. And his kingdom is located in the heavens. And it tells us all through the scripture, you see that Psalms 103, I think is 19. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens and his kingdom rule over all. God's kingdom in the heavens rule over all. I am telling you guys, don't be dismayed at what's going on in the planet because God's kingdom rules over all. Meaning that God's will, Jesus says, thy will be done on this earth as it is in the heavens or in the kingdom of, you know, where the kingdom of God resides. Why? Because God is the owner. He is the boss. Um, the big mahaf, as they call it. He's in charge. His, his kingdom rule. You understand what that, what that word means? Rule over all. That means that it has authority over all. And that's what Jesus says. All authority, all rule has been given to me and I'm not giving it to you. And so you and I have the ability to rule on this earth. But how we behave, live and all that stuff will manifest because what we are doing 
is when we are brought into this new kingdom, we have to learn about the food, how to eat the food. We have to know about the culture. There's a new culture. We have to learn about how to live. We have to learn about forgiving. We have to learn about um, giving. We have to learn so much about this thing. Uh, let me take you to Daniel seven twenty seven. So I want to show you something again. And the kingdom... Okay, and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole earth, all these kingdoms, shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. His kingdom, singular, shall be an everlasting kingdom, and all dominion shall serve and obey him. That's who is in charge of the kingdom. And I read that to you in, um, as it's stated in, in First Chronicles. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, and yours the power, and yours the glory, and yours the victory, and yours the majesty. For all that is in the heavens and in the earth, singular, is yours. So why are you and I in a panic? I don't know. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head above all dominion. And that's who my citizenship and where my citizenship lies. And it's not in the fact that I'm an American. Being America, American is great, but being a child of the kingdom of God's dear son is better. Because I have privileges that I can partake of God's divine nature through the law of faith. It tells me that I have special privileges inside heaven. That while I'm here on this earth, that I have angels at my command. That I can command angels and they'll do my bidding. It tells me that I have the authority over every single demon and principality and power that resides on this earth. Because God's kingdom has dominion over all. And Jesus said, I have gotten all dominion and authority, and now I'm giving it to you. Who uh, is he giving it to? His disciples, not the members of the church. They wouldn't know what to do with it. He says, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And I want to tell you that because we are not a part of this kingdom, we're in the kingdom of darkness, that these guys are going to persecute you because they, Jesus said, if they persecuted me, they sure is going to persecute you. So I don't know why these people think themselves as, you know, uh, we have this group, this new group that call themselves the white nationalists, Christian nationalists, and uh, this church, the militant part of the church. Let me, let me give you some advice. Jesus Christ didn't come for Christians. He didn't come to start Christianity. In the Bible, it is called the way. He came to show us the way. I don't care about this Christianity label that people are tossing around as if it's, you know, something special. Because the Bible tells me that them people right there are not the body of Christ. They're not part of the kingdom of God. Because if they're a part of the kingdom of God, they will understand the culture that is a part of that kingdom. 
part of the, the way the people are to behave is to love your enemies. And the part that it tells us, take your coat and give it off, off your back, it tells us that when, if your brother's poor, you need to give him everything that he needs to sustain himself. That's, that's the stuff that this new kingdom, the new way by which we have to behave and think and operate in this new kingdom. And so when people come to you and talk to you about Christianity, you look at them, they're out of their mind. They don't know Jesus Christ because they think, according to what I'm reading, they think that Jesus Christ is weak and what he's teaching is weak and woke from what I, I, um, I've read about Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something, you people. You, one of the hardest things for you to do is to love your enemy. You are the weak one, not Jesus Christ. If he tells you to love your enemy and you can do that, you are a strong person. If you are going to hate your enemy, you are nothing but an animal because you are responding from the base level of who you are. You're nothing but a straight-up animal. But when you are walking in the kingdom of God, and he says to love your enemy. That is some tough stuff. You, my friend, is a weak individual. And because you're weak, you're able to say nonsense like that. And you're weak and ignorant because the Bible calls you a fool. And so you're weak and ignorant. You've never read the Bible. You're listening to what those charlatans that are calling themselves preachers and teachers. And so because I, you, I can locate you by how you speak who you are, whether you're a part of the kingdom of God or whether you're in a part of the kingdom of, the, of darkness where you have a form of godliness but denying the truth of the gospel and that's who you are. You have a form of it. I'm Christian, but God is not. Jesus didn't come to start a, a religion called Christianity. He came to show you the way about the kingdom of God for it says in the scriptures that the kingdom of God is... The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. And all of you Christians, I don't know what you're talking about. I am not of that sect. I am of the sect of the way because the way is those who have bowed their hearts to Jesus Christ and allow him to become king in their life. And he's going to show them how to live in this new culture, in this new place, new location that is called heaven. And in this new location that is called the sons of God, the, the kingdom of God's dear son. So, as a resident of this, all my rights supersede everything else. And so, my right as a kingdom, when I come into a particular area, a state, a, a location, you and I have the authority in that area. If you're living in that area, you have the authority that has been given to you by God to take hold of that authority in that area and make sure that your region is in peace since you are uh, serving a God whose kingdom has dominion over all. But because these guys are not teaching you who you are, because they're just telling you you're just a member, you're not a disciple. But when you become a disciple, you will see that a, and the kingdom of the dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heavens shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. His kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him, and all do 
If you look at the scripture in Ephesians, it tells us that all of them do. There's not a demon on this planet Earth that does something without God's permission. And because he has to ask permission, God, the enemy comes, he's, uh, he, you know, he comes before God and says, um, God asks him, where have you been? And he said, you know, I've been running around back and forth, checking and see who I'm going to take out. And God pinpoints an individual. He says, did you check out my servant Job? But I want to tell you guys something about Job. Job was a fearful man. He was living in fearfulness. And yet, God said to this man, did you check out my man Job? How did we know he was a man living in fear? Because when all of his family got wiped out, he says, the thing that I have feared has come upon me. So what did he fear? He lived in fearfulness. He was going before God in fearfulness all day about his kids, about his, his property, his wealth, everything. And the enemy stripped him and says, yeah, let me take all this stuff from him. And he's going to look at you and cuss you out. And Job did no such thing. And so God is brags on you and I, the kingdom kids. And it tells us that in Matthew, that the kingdom of God is in hand. We saw it in Mark. Uh, Jesus began to preach, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus uh, talked about the kingdom in Matthew chapter 4, verse 7. And so, uh, 17, sorry. So we have been, um, we have moved away from the gospel. And the Bible says if we preach another gospel, we are going to be under a curse. And so we are to be proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom. This is what it says in Hebrews, in Matthew, I think it's chapter 4, 23, um, if my memory serves me right. And he went throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom. Now, what does this gospel of the kingdom does? And healing every disease and healing every affliction among the people. The kingdom gospel has the ability to heal everything in this, um, on this other kingdom, the kingdom of darkness. Why? His kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom and all dominion shall serve and obey him. His kingdom rules over everything. Yours, O Lord is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens and in the earth is yours. Those demons can't do, Lucifer can't do anything. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted above the head over all. I prefer to be in that kingdom because we, in that kingdom, I don't care what happens to you, God is in control. And in fact, the, he's also in control of the other kingdom that Lucifer uh, is over. Let me tell you something. If Lucifer knew that if he was going to kill Jesus Christ, that um, it, it would be the end of him, and that all of us who are of the way would have authority over him, you'd think he would kill Jesus Christ? Man, he'd be spoon-feeding Jesus stuff to keep him alive today because he doesn't want any of us to have that authority over him because he thought, because he stole it from our father, our forefathers, that he was good, not knowing that God had already set a plan in place before the foundation for he was created to get it back and to give it to us. But it says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom 
of heaven. This righteous kingdom that Jesus Christ preached is what we are supposed to be preaching, and those men are not preaching anything at all. Matthew 5.10, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom. We talked about that. Don't expect this world to love you, bro. Don't expect the world to fall in love with you because they hate our Lord and Master. And you are not any different from him. So you have to understand that uh, this kingdom of heaven, the Bible tells us that there's ways that you have to go in and you have to behave a certain way. He says those liars and cheaters and fornicators and all these things that is a part of the kingdom of darkness. He says them folks are not going to enter into the kingdom of God because it's a different kingdom and it has different rules and regs by which you and I have to live. You have to learn different stuff to operate by and live. And so this uh, kingdom requires some tough stuff. So those guys who are talking about Jesus Christ is woke. You're such an ignorant person and your ignorant belief system is, is amazing. The hardest thing you will ever do in your life is to love your enemy. Try it and see what happens. And then you come and tell me about Jesus Christ is woke. What's wrong with you, you ignorant fool? Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. Pray like, pray, pray this way. Our Father in heaven, holy be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on this earth as it is in the heavens. God's will is above all. And I mentioned this thing before, before, you know, Jesus Christ, even in Jesus' life, he had to surrender to the will of God. And, and the will of God was on hold until Jesus Christ surrendered his will to the will of Father. Remember in the Garden of, uh, of Gethsemane when Jesus Christ was standing up there and he's praying, he's praying, he's sweating because he didn't want to die. Um, not die, he didn't want to be separated from his father. He had never been separated from his father ever from the beginning of time until from the beginning and the Bible says, in the beginning was God, you know. So, um, and then when time instituted in Genesis chapter 1, um, you know, that's when time came into existence. And it tells us that uh, uh, Jesus Christ, before all of this stuff was put together, he was to die for you and I. And so this plan was put into place a long time ago. And this kingdom, guys, you and I are part of it. And it tells us that when we become born again, okay, Matthew 6, 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added, all the natural stuff that we look for in, within this other kingdom of darkness, all of that stuff is going to come to us. Why? Because if you understand the law of faith, seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What is God's righteousness? Faith. The Bible tells us that. So if we seek God, and his righteousness, okay, faith, everything that we want will be added unto us. Because the Bible says, this is God's plan. For this is the gospel of God. This is the mystery that he set up. That, you know, the just shall live by faith. For, we, you know, we ought to be moving from faith to faith. So, this is what God revealed to us. So, in this new kingdom, we have to operate by faith. We can't operate anymore by the lust of the flesh. We can't operate by anger and hatred and all of these things that we are very familiar with in that other kingdom of darkness. Because why? The Bible says that he has delivered us from the power of. And so if he has delivered us from the power of it, then it has no power over you. 
So this kingdom is heaven, the Bible tells us, is where we are residing. We have citizenship there. And it tells us in Matthew 13, 44, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and cover up. Then in his joy, he goes and sells it, and he has uh, buried by a field. It's some good stuff. You get a reward from it. So the kingdom of heaven, guys, is here. And you can only enter in by how we had said earlier in the, the reading. And it tells us that the, um, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. How do we get in? Repent, believe what you're believing the gospel. And Jesus Christ told that to um, Nicodemus, you must become born again. You have to believe the gospel. And once you believe the gospel, then you will get access to all the things that are part of the kingdom of God because as you are gaining access to it, meaning that you're getting familiar with the rules by which it operates and so that you can bring it into effect so that you can get it. Because in this kingdom, God says, you know what? I've given to you everything. You have everything in here. You can um, learn how to utilize your faith. This is the thing that I put in. My grace is sufficient. I took care of grace. I, I, I give you an age of it, of grace. So you have 2,000 years, and that grace is to extract things from the kingdom of darkness so that those that are in the kingdom of God's dear son will have all their needs met and all the things that are necessary for them to fulfill their life while they're here. And so, but our advice is to seek ye first the kingdom of God. So now when we look at all these people outside that call themselves Christians, because Jesus Christ is very... You know, he talks about who his family is. Let's take a look at Mark chapter 3, verses 31. It says, And his mother and his brothers came standing outside, and they sent him, they sent someone to call him. And the crowd was sitting around him, and they said to him, Yo, bro, your mother and your brothers are outside seeking you. They're calling for you, man. What's wrong with you? And he answered them, Who are my mother? and my brothers, and looking about at those who sat around him, he said, he made a statement after they came, he looked around and he said, here are my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of God Thy will be done. Anyone that does the will of God, he is my brother and sister and mother. That is in Mark chapter 3, verses 31. Same thing in Matthew 12, 46 through 50, and the same thing in Luke 8, 19, 21. He looked around and he makes a statement. Those who are going to, those who are doing the will of God, who are in the kingdom of his dear son, in the kingdom of God, those are my mother, my brother, and my sister. You and I have natural family. If they are not a part of the kingdom of God, in reality, they are not our family. Jesus preached some hard stuff. Man. Don't worry about these people that talk about Jesus Christ being woke, animalistic thinking, ignorant folks. Don't understand the gospel. There's nothing about the gospel that is easy because you have to um, subside your flesh, 
subside the evil that is within your heart. You have to learn the principles that will make you become one that walks by faith and walk in love. This is not an easy walk to love somebody. This is not an easy walk from learning, uh, being programmed and, and brainwashed for X amount of years that you're in the kingdom of darkness. And then when you become a born again believer, that, that transition is easy. That transition takes guts. It takes, Jesus says, pick up your cross, get yourself together, take, take, it take guts to get to where you need to be. But why? The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Dress yourself and walk as a son of God. And don't walk as yourself as an ignorant fool that calls Jesus Christ and say to him that he's woke. What is wrong with these people? They are so ignorant. It, 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 it irks me. You could tell, I'm sure you could tell by my voice. And so, how I get a little uh, insulted that they would make such a statement about Jesus Christ and, and uh, Christians and the walk of being a Christian. None of them who is making fun of that has any guts, have any character, don't have nothing, don't understand the Word of God and how difficult it is to make that switch because you're emptying yourself from the old programming and you're reprogramming yourself with the new rules and regulation in this new kingdom to help you walk by faith so that you can no longer be governed by the behavior and the mindset, the evil dark mindset of those ignorant folks that would say something like that. And so that walk is not an easy walk. It is one of courage. And I want to encourage my brothers and sisters to move yourself away from ignorant people like that. There are tons of them. They are merely, they are all over the TV um, following this demon that is full of lies. And, and when you can't tell the truth just by talking, you know, I, I'll say it over and over again, that man is demon-possessed with a spirit of lies. And everyone that is hanging around him, if you listen to them, the, they are now all being possessed by this lying spirit. And a lying spirit doesn't know how to tell the truth, no matter what, if it stands in front of them. And that's what these people are following, because the Bible tells us in the last days that they will surrender their will to ail, to the lie. It's very specific in, Tim, in Timothy, the book of Timothy, that they will surrender themselves to the lie and believe the lie rather than the truth. And the truth will always set you free. And so I always try to tell them, if you read the word, if all of these guys that claiming to be Christians read the word, they would be in trembling because they are going against word, the word of God, because God says, I put the people in charge. If you read the Rom uh, Romans chapter 13, you'll see that God says, I put people in, I take them out. And if I take, if I put them in and you go against them, he says, I'll take you out. And so now those that are born again in this kingdom of God, when, because we are here on this planet, we are going to have um, interaction with those that are the sons of disobedience, the scripture tells us. And they're going to have like uh, voting and all these things for putting leaders in place. But every single one of those leaders are put in place to fulfill the word of God. I don't care who they are. And so when you are, when that uh, uh, leader is put in place, because his will supersedes everyone else's will. And his will is putting people in charge so that they can fulfill his word, his plan for this planet Earth. And so let me read this to you guys, because many of you 
who are claiming to be Christians. You, you, you guys are, are don't understand who you're messing with. And you need to understand so that you can um, save yourself. Because if you don't save yourself, <laughs> you're in trouble. Romans chapter 13. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God. And those that exist have been instituted by God. Why? Because his kingdom rules. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment, for rulers are not a, a, a terror, but to conduct good, but uh, and not bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good and you will receive his approval. For he is God's servant for your good. Biden is God's servant for your good. When Trump was in there, he was God's servant for good. And he was put in place to bring this chaotic situation to fulfill the word of God. Because Jesus said, when they asked, the disciples asked him, what does the end of the age look like? He said, they shall be rumors of wars, nation against nation. And, and when you look at that word nation, it means tribe against tribe. The United States of America and the world is becoming tribal and to fulfill God's will. And so it tells us that you and I need to pray for those leaders when God put them in. Not to do anything, but to pray for them. Not to come against them, because it is His will that they are there. Not to fight them, because it says, I put them there, for He is a servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath. On wrongdoers, therefore, one must be subjection, be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of consciousness. For because of this, you are also you pay your taxes. For the authorities are ministers of God, attending to the very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them. Taxes to whom taxes is owed. We know that Jesus did that. He says, whose face is on this coin? He, they says, Caesar. He says, give Caesar's money, bro. He says, you know. And so, you who are attacking that man is in the wrong. And I don't, I don't you know, there's nothing you could say to me. You can, you could be upset with me, but I just read to you, um, what it says, you don't have to be upset at me. You need to go talk to God about that. And he will explain to you. And if you refuse, he will explain to you even more so. And so you who come against them, you are putting yourself in a situation where you're going to be judged. And so be very careful of that, guys. Really, truly, God put them there because why? His will must be done. And I don't care who is in leadership across the world. God's will must be done. Jesus, the world must fall apart. It must come down to what the Bible says because it's going to fulfill the word of God and the will of God the Father. It must happen. It cannot not happen. And so I want to encourage you guys 
that are in the kingdom of God's dear son. Chill. Everything is okay. Just learn to trust God and he will give you the victory because he says all things work together for good to those who love the Lord that are called according to his purpose. All of us who are here on this planet, that is a part of the kingdom of God. He is responsible for you. All he needs is your faith. And he says, I'll take care of you if you just give me your faith. He says in the scriptures, for by grace are you saved through faith. It is a gift of God. And so he needs your faith in order so that you can walk in this new kingdom because it tells us that. And I read that. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What is his righteousness? Herein is the righteousness of God revealed that we shall live by faith. Just shall live by faith from faith to faith. So seek ye first the kingdom of God and faith and all those things that you want in life will manifest for you. For the Bible tells us if we ask, it shall be definite article. Not it's going to think about it, it shall be given. What does God need? Your faith. James said, don't ask differing, don't, don't ask wavering. He says, ask believing, knowing for sure that what you ask, your father will give it to you because he says in the scriptures, there anything too hard for him. And he says, no, the answer is no. And so if nothing, if the answer is no, then ever whatever you think. And that's why I said to you guys, I preached a sermon about salvation belongs to God and deliverance belongs to God. And if it belongs to God, that means that you shouldn't be worried about how you're going to be delivered or saved. All he requires for you is that you be in faith. And if you're in faith, the Bible tells us that you will get all things. And so God is able, according to the word, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask and think according to the power that worketh in us unto him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus unto all generations forever and ever. Amen. The Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. It also tells us that the just shall live by faith, not by sight.